Well, hello everyone and welcome to Gigi and the 561. I'm Pam Barker. This is my podcast. Thanks for joining me today while I chat. All you have to do is listen and thank you for doing so. I appreciate that. Uh, On my to-do list on the podcast today, I'm going to talk about a red-footed turtle and what you may not know about red-footed turtles and what happened to one in particular that's beyond interesting. I'm going to talk about are you the kind of person when you hear people eating it bothers you, but not just the people you know, not just the people you're having dinner with, about that in another way. I'm going to talk about taking classes with your mate, if you ever have. I want to, I'd like to hear from you, actually, if you ever have. Uh, Okay, let's start with people talking while they eat. My sister really had a thing about it. I mean, she could not abide hearing other people chew. I mean, and, and to hear people crunching on chips and stuff, she would literally leave the room. She didn't want to hear people eat. It's not a favorite of mine. And so when I eat, I try not to. It's kind of a thing in our family, eat with your mouth closed, don't talk while you're eating, things like that. I think some of those things, never smacking is something that I would never do, but I think sometimes I may be a little bit lax and and I may get in a hurry and have a little bit of food in my mouth and talk. I don't want to think that, but I'm being honest. What's happening though, on almost every TV show, on almost, in almost every movie, in so many scenes, they're about food. They're even when people are sitting on a bench in a park, they're eating. They're they're eating and they're talking at the same time. Now, Guy Fieri's show when he's when I have the misfortune to <laughs> to stop on his show on the Food Network. When he bites into food, they zoom in on a close up of his mouth while he takes a big bite, and then the food falls all over. It's just awful. I mean. Uh, yeah, I'm quirky. I am. I'm as quirky as my sister <laughs> about that. What Gary and I do, we always have music going for a lot of reasons. It sets the mood. It's a, it's a, it's a certain ambiance that you have while you're dining. So you have music on, lovely music, not crazy music, but some kind of music that, that you like while you're dining instead of the sound of of eating and drinking and slurping and <laughs> the sounds that humans make. I mean, we are, we do make noise. It cannot be helped, but you can, you can help it. But now it, I'm fixated on these shows. It's like they're eating again. They're eating again. Back in the day, I read a story about Brad Pitt. It said he likes to eat in scenes because it relaxes him, helps him deliver his lines and so forth. And I think everyone in Hollywood and beyond read that. And now it is just prevalent. The eating, the incessant eating and talking while you're eating and drinking in these shows. And to the, it's, for me, it's a point of distraction. And I think once you zero in and you really notice something like that, 
it, it really does become a thing. <laughs> you know, when you, you, it's like, what just happened? Because I was so busy focused on how annoyed I was by the sounds they were making while they were eating. It's really, really pretty funny. Um, but what is also pretty funny, Gary and I like to take classes together. We, and we have done so through the years. We have taken many classes together, dancing, photography, cooking, uh, we took a Yale class during the pandemic online uh, of history, American history. We really do. We love learning and we love constant, uh, I guess, stimulation of things that interest us for the brain. And it's been a while since we've, we've taken a class. We took a, a Hitchcock master class. And no matter what class you take, the brilliant thing about it is you understand how much you don't know about things you thought you knew about. And then you go, mm, I didn't know that. And that's why the learning keeps going because it just, it should never stop until it does, I guess. But, so now it's time. We decided to take another class and it's another Yale class. Anyone can do it, they're free. And it's on philosophy. I talked about philosophy the other day in a, in a podcast about a totally other, for a totally other reason. I think different professors, I have not been in a class, nor has Gary, uh, about philosophy for a long time. Gary's college professor in philosophy made him not enjoy his class, he said. And that's true, a professor can make or break whatever class. Um, This professor so far, we're two in out of, I think it's 22 classes. She's really good thus far in helping bring the complicated and sometimes difficult to read philosophical writings and teachings and and so on uh, into a context of, oh, okay, that that really simplifies that very complicated thought. Philosophy is reason. It's, it's, um, it's really common sense, isn't it? If you think about, if you, if you really boil it down, doing the right thing, in making the right choices, reasoning, justice, all of these things that are, are basically common sense written by the great thinkers back in the day. One thing that's kind of interesting that, that uh, she talked about, it's like, uh, in regard to philosophy, would you do the things you do? Would you make the choices you do? Were there not consequences of your actions? In other words, you know you use your, your, your reasoning and your sense of basically right and wrong to not kill and so forth. So I like the fact that you can, you can uh, think of philosophy in a, in a more simple way than the very wordy, difficultly written way. So that's the, the good thing about a great professor they have spent the time, have the understanding to break it down and to really hand it to you on a silver platter in a brilliant way. It's really fun to talk about about these things and when Gary and I take these classes and how we come at it from different directions. And hence, that is the way that philosophy works. In other words, 
you have an object you're going for, a thing that you want to do and to accomplish in life, you go about it in a totally different way. You have X object and you take different paths, but you end up in the same place, you know? And and what I'm noticing and have noticed about Gary and I in whatever class it is, we go about it very differently. Gary does everything fast, fast, fast. Gary's very, very smart. He was uh, top of his class. He he just does it very differently. He can multitask. I have to focus in and shut everything out. When I'm writing my books, when I've been writing my books in the past, I have to be in a darkened room a lot to get really, really to, alone to write dialogue and to really get to the nitty gritty of the character. I need to, I shut away. I don't have any interaction with people, no phones, no nothing. Literally in a darkened room, the light of the laptop and I. So it's really interesting <clears throat> to sit and, and be in a class with Gary. We never were in classes together. We went to different schools. We dif- went to different colleges. We we did meet in college, but we were at different colleges. So we were never in that setting together. So 22 on down the road philosophy classes. I hope to get back to you and tell you because it, it should be, it should bring you inner peace. It should bring you a, a way to sit down together and thoughtfully figure things out about the world, right? So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. The other thing is not really a class. It's a series. If you know the filmmaker, the award-winning, award-nominated documentarian, Ken Burns, he has uh, a fairly new series on Hemingway and Ben Franklin that I want to also dive into but what Gary and I are going to dive into is his 10-episode series on jazz. And because we are both very big, as I said the other day, jazz fans, not all jazz. We're very picky about it. But we will be diving into that very, very soon. So we'll see. That's a whole that's a whole different ballgame. It's a light, lighter, <laughs> not lighter subject matter. But let's talk about the tortoise with the red feet. A red-footed tortoise can live 50 years. Now, I'm the kind of person that really takes good care of things. My clothes, everything. I have right now in my possession a, a stuffed toy that I have had since I was two years old. It's sitting. I'm looking at it right now. Sitting in my bedroom. I can really, really keep things. I had a, a, a turtle. It was a Timmy turtle. They, they, you can still find them if you Google it. It was musical. You pulled it, and it, the legs moved. Had a hard shell. Fisher Price. I should have contacted Fisher Price in about 2007 <laughs> because I had it from my childhood on. I had a lot of stuff. Um, we we made a move, and when we did, we lost some really significant things through that move. And Timmy was one of them. Which brings me to the tortoise, the red-footed tortoise in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Rio de Janeiro. This turtle went missing when this kid was little. His pet turtle went missing, never did find it. Fast forward 30 years, parents die, they're cleaning out this kind of hidden space, and the neighbor says, are you throwing out the turtle? And they look inside this container, and there's a turtle. It's the turtle. 
Manuela, a, a, a female tortoise, not a turtle, it's a tortoise. What's the difference? I don't really know. But the turtle had lived 30 years in this room. What they surmise is said tortoise lived that now these turtles, not only do they live for 50 years, they can go two years without sustenance. So what they think the professional people that examined this, this tortoise is it lived on little creatures in the attic, little bugs, termites, that sort of thing, nibbling on all of that and licking condensation. So the, the end of the story is, is really quite good because this tortoise has another 20 years to go. Now, when we lived in Tampa, our cavalier brought a, 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 a tiny little lizard into, into our place, took her for a walk. She really wanted to come back very quickly. It was very suspicious, didn't think anything. But then when we walked in, she dropped this little, this little lizard. And I said, I will be staying in a hotel until said lizard is found because it scampered away. Things did not end well for that lizard. But my point is when you lose a turtle and you never do find it, you never find it like dead under a, a couch or you never find it. And you know, you didn't let it outside. Aren't you curious? I'm telling you, I would be afraid said turtle would end up in bed with me like the horse's head in the Godfather book and movie. I don't want to sleep with a turtle. I don't want to sleep with with a, a lizard. So in our case, it, it didn't end well for the lizard. The only thing other than people I want inside a dog or a cat, that's it. And maybe a fish if we have a beautiful aquarium, which we did at one time. Why weren't they, I get that you give up, but I think I never would have really given up looking for the turtle as the parents that lived in the in them. But good for Manuela. She, what do you say? You know, girl power, even in a tortoise. I think that's pretty fantastic. So there you have it. She lives on to eat termites on another day. And I, I hope she deserves better. She deserves the next 20 years to have the best of everything in the way of food and drink and care, right? Thank you so much for being here. Please don't forget to go to Amazon and look for my books, Pamela Barker. I wrote some pretty cool characters in my books. They don't eat with their mouth full and they don't talk while they're reading. I hope you will find them and read them and enjoy them. And I also wrote a children's book about a dog that had a little bit of a speech problem. So I hope you will take the time to find my books on Amazon. Find Gary for his travel writing on all things cruise. You can always find these podcasts on northpalmbeachlife.com as well as many, many other things. Gary, this my podcast is a tiny speck on the on that particular website. It's it's about everything else. My podcast is just way little sidebar, little bitty thing on there. But they're always there. Uh, as well, go to our police YouTube channel by the same name, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. If you don't want to go to North Palm Beach Life to find the podcast, say you're also on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and many other platforms. Subscribe to them. Don't miss a one. Come on, you would miss these great tortoise stories and about Gary and I and how we function in a class together. Who would want to miss that, right? Thanks for being with me at GG in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Stay with me.